until 11 a.m. PST and live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show, a real live morning radio show. It's Monday, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm happy we made it to another week. Hey, I see we have people in the chat right now. Kara from Arizona, Phoenix from Las Vegas, Nevada, LB from Dallas, Texas. You guys are coming in. Welcome, welcome. Elise, what's up? Hey, friend. Welcome to the Jamie D Show, a real live morning radio show. Shout out to everybody who's been checking in on me as I've been recovering from this car accident. Shout out to Phoenix, who actually picked me up and helped me go to the mall so that I could go to the Doja Cat concert. Shout out to Marion, who actually checked on me pretty much all weekend and took me out all weekend so that I could have a good time and not be in bed worrying about my injuries because my back has been hurting for sure. <laughs> but thank you so much for all of my community who's been there and been checking on me and making sure that I am doing good and I'm not down in the dumps as I recover from this car accident and I continue to be great and do the darn thing here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Shout out to Naturally Radiant. I see you say I got a little bit of chest out. You know, a little bit of chest out. It's Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> but yes, I do appreciate each and every one of you. All right. So I know you guys like to talk, like to talk about what I do in my personal life. So I'll talk about my weekend. Then we'll get into the daily news and we're going to have a conversation on doing things out of the kindness of your heart. Because there's a girl on social media right now who's upset that she had to pay a man she was trying to date for help. And he didn't just do what she wanted him to do out of the kindness of his heart. So let's talk about this. I want you guys to stick around for the entire show because I want to see you guys in the comments or calling in at 702-221-7283. Good morning, Miss Dupar from LA. I see you. Andrea from Las Vegas. I see you. So yes. So my back pain was really starting to hurt this past weekend. And on Friday, Marion hit me up because the Doja Cat concert was happening this past Friday. Doja Cat was in town. And shout out again to my amazing general station manager, my general station manager, Mark Hayes, for getting us into the Doja Cat concert because he definitely made sure that we were able to enjoy that moment. And shout out to Marion for also coming and having tickets as well. We were able to have such an amazing time. Doja Cat was so good. I don't care what none of y'all say. She is the biggest troll. She does the things that she does on purpose to get in the media, to continue to get clicks, to continue to get plays on her songs, and people fall for it. And it's so funny, too, because when I was telling people that I was going to the Doja Cat concert, everyone was like, oh, you need to pray before you get, go in. She's satanic and all the other dumb stuff. And I'm sitting there just like, if you actually listen to her music, she says in her new album, she listens to the word. She believes in God. For those who really think that she is a Satan worshiper, you're stupid. <laughs> and she literally made certain songs on her, on her album this time around to troll those who aren't really her fans. And I love it. I live for it. It was great. Shout out, shout out again to Marion for actually going. Because I put it on social media like, hey, who wants to go to the Doja Cat concert with me? And at first, nobody wanted to go. And I'm sitting just like, bruh. It, like, literally. And then all of a sudden, so many people started DMing me like, hey, I'm going to the concert. And I'm like, oh, who you're going with? And all these people are just going to the concert alone. Let me tell you all this. Jamie D is definitely on a solo journey. And what I mean by that is experiencing things by yourself, even if other people don't want to go. And I feel like there are certain things that's just easy to do by yourself, whether that's literally going to a restaurant or going to the movies. Like when you're going to the movies, 
No one's going to be looking at you. It's dark. When you go to the restaurant, I mean, you can sit at the bar. You can kind of hide being solo. Or you can go in the back or you can do takeout. And there's just a, a lot of other things you could do solo workout. That stuff, none of that feels weird. But I don't know, going to a concert, going to a club, going to some type of like event where it's with a bunch of people and everyone's grouped up. Even though I'm extremely confident who I am, I'm extremely sociable. I am extremely outgoing. Like if you guys don't know who I am, I'm extremely outgoing. But there are certain things I'm just like, even though I, I know I can push myself to do it solo, it's like weird. Like that in-between phase of when you get there, everyone's staring at you like wise do by, by himself. And you're kind of like, okay, who do I talk to? Who's receptive? So even though I've done solo events in my life, it's always kind of like here and there. And then I'm like, okay, I'd rather be with somebody. Even though, listen, I have some of the best moments by myself. I don't know how y'all feel. Let me know in the chat down below. But I have some of the best moments when I go out by myself. And even though I know this in my head, I still battle this thought of like, but it's, it's just so much easier if you just go with somebody, you know? So sometimes when I don't have anybody to go with, I'm just like, I'm just not going to go. But just chatting with people about this this past Friday made me realize like, geez, I need to really remember that you can have a great time going out by yourself. You really can. So this is a message to anybody out there who feels as though that it's hard to make friends as an adult. It's hard to do things solo. I'm trying to tell you this. You're going to miss every experience you want to have in life if you're waiting on other people to experience it with you. And you never know the amazing people you can meet when you go out solo. Or you never know the amazing moments and memories you have when you go out solo. Yeah, there's been times where I've gone out by myself and literally I'm like, I didn't meet anybody. This is boring. This sucked. I feel awkward. And everyone was just staring at me. Yeah. But that even happens when you're with the group too. So it is what it is. Also, also for singles, singles, if you're listening to my live morning radio show right now, you have to take this advice. Sometimes people think you are dating the person you're with. Even you, listen, you could be a gay man with a super pretty woman and they're going to steal the girl together. Sometimes it is really good to go out by yourself because it makes you more open to being approached. I'm just trying to tell you, you never know what is, listen, holding you back. <laughs> so go out there. You might meet the love of your life if you go out single for a night. All right, Saturday, what did I do? Um, Saturday, oh, Marion picked me up again. We went and she dropped. <laughs> Marion, I was telling this girl, I was in so much pain. I was over there crying. And she took me to some, where, where we go? Oh, the Ferris wheel here in Vegas. Oh my gosh, that Ferris wheel is so fun. If you guys have not gone to the Ferris wheel here in Vegas, it's this huge pod. I think it's called the Lynx or like whatever it's called. I'm going to look. My general station manager knows what it is. If you know what it is, comment it to me, uh, Mark. But this big Ferris wheel and there's a bar on the Ferris wheel and it's so nice. Hey, Stacia's Gill says, I love going out alone. That's my ish. Shout out to Stacia's because literally I met Stacia's before the car accident and she was by herself. And we literally went to Art House. And she was like, yeah, I'm by myself. I might meet some people here, but I'm just out here doing a Sunday fun day. And I'm sitting there just like, girl, you about to get drunk at Sunday fun day by yourself? And she's like, yep, I'm going to meet exactly who I need to meet. And guess what? We met each other. <laughs> Shout out to my friend Stacia's. Yes, the high roller. It was so fun. A little expensive, but you do get a bartender. And I will say this, though. If you're, if you're going to go to the high roller and you're going to pay for the open bar, 
Use that as your pregame. Don't pregame anywhere else and then go to the high roller. Because I think we, me and my friends, we got like, what, two drinks? And it was a 30-minute ride. And if y'all know me, I drinks. When, I go, when I'm socially drinking, I drinks, for real, for real. But it's just like you're taking in all of the ride. You're taking in all the sights. Everyone's talking to each other because you're in this little ball pretty much in a close quarters. And then it's like if you already drank, you're not trying to just chug them all back because there's no music playing. So it's a very, like, social event where you're just in a ball with a bunch of random people. So if you're going to go to the high roller and you're going to drink, make sure that you don't over drink before you get to the high roller because then you're going to waste money on the bar and literally not even drink. Sunday, I was in pain too, but I had to make sure I moved around. I stayed mobile. So that was literally yesterday. Oh, we went out to brunch. That was nice. And then we had to visit my friends at our house. And then after that, the night was just over. <laughs> but yes, I had a good time this weekend. And right now, like, I don't know if you guys can see how I'm sitting, but my back is like really uncomfortable. So I'm just like trying to like move it around. I'm getting told I have to be a little more physical. So I'm trying to get up. You know, there's people out there who are like, oh, you're not really in pain. You're on social media having a ball. First of all, some of those videos were old. And second of all, you can't tell anybody how to process their emotions, how to process their healing what they should do. If you're not the doctor and you have not actually checked in on a person and made sure the person was okay and actually was there when they were in pain, don't tell them what they were doing. Don't tell them how they should do it. Don't tell them what you think you know. That's the dumbest thing ever. I even had somebody try to tell me some stuff like that. So like, seriously, unless you're actually checking in on a person and seeing what they're going through, you never know. You never know how people process. And also don't believe what's on social media. A lot of the stuff I posted was old. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Fab Five. Shout out to Marion. Shout out to Mercy Depar. Shout out to Phoenix. Again, I really appreciate everybody who checked in on me. I really appreciate those who actually showed up and took me places. You guys literally did not have to stop what you were doing or even put me in your schedule. It means an, the absolute world to me, especially being in a city where I never planned to move to, but God led me here. And I had a lot of crazy stuff happen to me since I've lived here, but I've been blessed to still have the resources to continue to keep going. This is my first time having my very own live morning radio show and nothing's going to stop me from continuing to keep this and move forward as I grow in my career and I grow as a person. I learn new things about myself and I just continue being true to myself because I mean even being in Vegas, it has been a trying time. I'm trying to tell y'all, man, Vegas has been, and I've lived in nine major cities, Vegas has been some, I've had some of the worst things happen to me living in Vegas. Some of the, some things I have never experienced in my life. When I tell you it is a, not just physical struggle, but the biggest mental struggle I've ever had in my life. But what I will say is I'm grateful for God. I'm grateful for those around me. And I'm blessed to know that I was prepared for this battle. If this would have, these type of things would have happened to me when I was 24, 25, I probably would have never been on the radio. I probably would have stopped doing what I was doing. I probably would have let this make me give up. Cause let me tell y'all, when I got into this car accident, I, I've been crying. I'm going to be real honest with you. I've been crying. I've been trying to get my life together. I haven't had the, the confidence or the morale or the dedication to even want to do my show. I'm just like, I don't want to do none of this. Like, I don't even have a car no more. My freedom's gone. Like, I, I didn't even tell y'all, too. I ended up getting a ticket. Even though I was the victim of a hit and run, I got a ticket. You know how hard it is to be a black person in Vegas, man? And you're being told to uh, learn how to stop faster so you don't get hit. What? Man, it, it, it's just so hard, especially being in a city where you are by yourself. It's hard, y'all. It's hard. But I'm doing it. And I'm proud of myself. And we're going to keep moving forward. You sure are. 
All right, guys, this is the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. And live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at the Jamie D Show, a real live morning radio show. Hey, stick around. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the daily news. Yes, we come back. We're going to talk about daily news. We don't go nowhere. This is the Jamie D Show. Hello everyone, it's Shai from Nursey Cosmetics and Aesthetics Wellness Spa. We're located right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Address 8360 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 220. We're located in the Summerlin area. Be sure to check us out. We are running specials on all services. That's right, 10% off all services the month of October, whatever you choose, regardless if it's a facial injectable treatment, body injectable treatment, wellness service such as IV hydration, weight loss therapy, or even skincare and getting a facial, you get 10% off all services this month. Be sure to mention the Jamie D Show and get an additional 15% off your next facial service. Make sure to give us a call at 725-205-1147. We hope to hear from everyone soon. And don't forget our special deals in 10-31-23. At AR Heating and Air Conditioning, our main goal is to provide high-quality service without breaking the bank. From maintaining your HVAC units to fixing them when they are down, they are there for you. AR Heating and Air Conditioning offer reasonable prices, reliability, and professional service at a great value. For more information, go to fixmyac.net or call 702-646-4000. Beat the heat and call AR Heating and Air Conditioning today. everybody what's up everybody what's up everybody welcome back to the jamie d show live on kshp am 1400 and 107.1 fm every monday through friday from 10 a.m until 11 a.m pst and live on youtube twitter twitch and facebook at the jamie d show a real live morning radio show thank you all so much for joining me on this amazing Monday. We are happy to be alive. We're happy to keep going and we're happy to share our moments with each other. Let's get into some daily news. So Spiritual Word shared that according to a doctor on TikTok, oral intercourse is the main cause of throat cancer. What? What? A video that Dr. Daria S29 from Singapore posted last month discussed the connection discussed the connection between the potentially fatal illness and having oral intercourse with the partner. Traditionally, tobacco use and excessive alcohol consumption are thought to be the two greatest risk factors for developing throat cancer. But when one of Dr. Aria's hundreds of thousands of followers asked, "Are you saying oral intercourse is proven to be the number one cause of throat cancer?" She replied by mouthing to the song lyrics, I said what I said. Doctors say that increasingly HPV, a family virus that affects the genitals and can be transferred to the throat during oral intercourse, are some of the throat sources of cancer, are some of the sources of throat cancer, excuse me. Men are at higher risk because women are more likely to carry the HPV virus. Michael Douglas famously claimed HPV was the cause of his throat cancer. 
Wow. <laughs> Y'all need to be safe out here in these streets. This is a live one, a radio show, so I'm going to keep it cute. But sexually, you guys need to make sure you're wrapping it up. You're knowing who you're getting involved with. And while we're all adults and you need to get your needs met, make sure even if it's a random partner, you know who you're being involved with. And make sure you have this person's information. Even if it's just a, a one-night situation, make sure you have their number or a way to contact them. Because if you're out here dealing with something that you can't even pinpoint back to somebody else, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> y'all, some of y'all need to start keeping a journal. <laughs> All right. As Hollywood Unlocked wrote, the family of a North Dakota man who was fatally poisoned by his girlfriend says he fell victim to an online scam, believing he inherited $30 million. As previously reported, Stephen Edward Riley Jr. became ill on September 3rd at the Manu Airport to collect his hefty inheritance. However, his girlfriend, Ina Thea Kenoyer, had poisoned him after learning he planned to break up with her once he received the money. <laughs> In an exclusive with the New York Post, Riley's son, Ryan, said that adherence does not exist because the couple fell for an online scam. Y'all, this is a very unfortunate situation, and I am not laughing at somebody who lost their life, but the fact that this lady poisoned her boyfriend not her husband but her boyfriend trying to take this man's money you're the girlfriend you're not in the will you're not the wife but the money the money was not gonna go to you anyway <laughs> he said his father received an email from a person who claims to be a lawyer of an unknown distant relative and agreed to meet with riley at the airport to sign off on the money quote he was convinced he had inherited the money and was going to receive it when he when the lawyer when the supposed lawyer landed. He planned on getting acres of land, giving me and some of my brothers a chunk, then opening his own auto shop. And quote, Ryan said to the outlet, this is a very unfortunate situation. May the person who lost his life because of an online scam rest in peace. That lady is in jail. She deserves to be in jail. And a lot of y'all need to, some of y'all need to seek help. Why would you poison this man? Again, you're the girlfriend. You were literally not going to get anything anyway. And if the man was going to break up with you, why do you think <laughs> that poisoning him was going to solve the issue? Wow. Some people are really horrible, disgusting, and vile people. You never know who you're laid up with. I'm serious. Uh, it's scary out here. I don't know how y'all feel, but comment in the chat right now. Let me know how y'all feel about that story because what? Now, I know this story is going to bother a lot of people. It's on site reported that a mother from Georgia has reported that her fourth grade child was assaulted by a staff member at Dutchtown Elementary School in Henry County, Atlanta, reports Atlanta Black Star. Brittany Walker claimed that her daughter, Navea, and other students were hit in the back while leaving the classroom after requesting laptop chargers from a paraprofessional. The employee responsible has not been publicly identified. The incident involved four other students as well. After the encounter, the school's principal contacted Walker, causing her to pick her child up from the school. According to the reports, she was informed that Nevaeh had experienced a physical assault. Local news stations obtained photos showing visible, visible scratch marks on the child's back. The mother informed WSB-TV, quote, immediately when I looked at her back, her back was red and it looked like someone's hands lines, end quote. Henry County School stated that the employee has been placed on administrative leave while an investigation is underway. 
Walker also filed a police report the following day and is seeking further accountability for the incident. According to 11 Alive, the mother said, quote, it's nowhere you can go and assault kids where you don't go to jail. Let me say that again. It's nowhere you can go and assault kids where you don't go to jail. If I abused my daughter, I'd be in jail. So why would you be any different? She should not be able to ever work in a school system ever again. I completely agree. Take a listen to this news report. It was just before 2 p.m. Wednesday when Brittany Walker says she got this disturbing phone call from her daughter's principal. said that, well, the only thing I can tell you was uh, she wasn't sexually assaulted. I said, so does that mean she was physically assaulted? And he said, yes. And I said, what? She says the principal told her there had been an incident involving her daughter and a staff member, and it was now being investigated by HR. She immediately went to Dutchtown Elementary School, and just moments after picking her daughter up, this happened. She said that, Mom, my back hurts. It's burning. It's stinging. And I looked at her back, and when I pulled her shirt up, she had welts on her back. That's when her daughter told her what happened. I went to the library and my computer wasn't charged and I needed to another charger. And she got mad at me for not having it. Nevaeh says before they were walked out of the classroom, the teacher lined her and several other students up. She literally hit us in our backs. We had two people that saw what happened. And another teacher came to take us to the quiet room where we can write a statement of what happened. Brittany says they went to the Henry County Police Department and filed a police report before having her daughter examined at the hospital, adding they're sharing their story tonight because they don't want this to happen to anyone else. If I abuse my daughter, I'll be in jail and she'll be out my home. So why was she any different? She should not be able to ever work in a school system, any school system, in any state ever again. And the Listen, I completely agree. That lady should never be allowed to be around kids ever in her life. That lady should definitely be in jail. And anybody who is in a school system needs to have a background check. Y'all got to remember, in Las Vegas, teachers are still striking. Teachers are still seeking money. People are still seeking help. There is a lack of teachers all around the world. There is a lack of resources in our education system all around the world. And for those people who are actually in the school system, who are abusing their power, who are abusing children, who are not teaching for the reason they actually got that job for, shame on you. These kids are our future. They are what's going to change our world once they get to a certain age. And you're out here just hurting, traumatizing, and and, and canceling kids from being who they want to be. This is some tragic news. I, I hate when I have to report on school tragedies, but we have to be very vigilant when it comes to our kids, when it comes to the school systems, when it comes to parent teacher conferences. For those parents out there, please, please, please remember to tell your kids they have a safe space with you. A lot of y'all kids do not tell y'all the truth. A lot of y'all kids do not sit y'all down and talk to y'all. And that should be a red flag. Get your kids to feel comfortable with you. 
Okay, y'all, it's serious out here. You never know what's happening to your kids when they're not in your presence. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have some more daily news. Yes, we got some more things to talk about. I don't want you guys to go anywhere. This is the Jamie D Show. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that incident I was talking about earlier. And doing things out of the kindness of your heart. Stick around because guess what? I'm right back. Everyone, it's Shy from Nursey Cosmetics and Aesthetics Wellness Spa. We're located right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Address 8360 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 220. We're located in the Summerlin area. Be sure to check us out. We are running specials on all services. That's right, 10% off all services the month of October, whatever you choose, regardless if it's a facial injectable treatment, body injectable treatment, wellness service such as IV hydration, weight loss therapy, or even skincare and getting a facial, you get 10% off all services this month. Be sure to mention the Jamie D Show and get an additional 15% off your next facial service. Make sure to give us a call at 725-205-1147. We hope to hear from everyone soon. And don't forget our special deals in 10-31-23. From exhilarating natural wonders to enriching cultural moments and beyond, Illuminarium Las Vegas is the immersive entertainment venue at Area 15 with unique experiences like wild, a safari experience, and space, a journey to the moon and beyond. Open daily, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. with last admission at 7. Locals receive a 10% discount. Illuminarium, 3246 West Desert Inn Road. For more information, call 702-221-1200 or visit Illuminarium.com. everybody welcome back to the jamie d show live on kshp am 1400 and 107.1 fm every monday through friday from 10 a.m until 11 a.m pst pst excuse me oh my god just choked my spit and live on youtube twitter twitch and facebook at the jamie d show a real live morning radio show excuse me Welcome in. For those who are just now tuning in, I went over my weekend, and now we're going over some daily news. Remember, you guys are more than welcome to comment live. Just sign into the YouTube using your Gmail account. I do acknowledge people's comments, and if you ever want to call to talk in about something we're currently talking about, give us a call at 702-221-7283. Again, that's 702-221-7283. All right. The Neighborhood Talk stated that a Florida man has been incarcerated after allegedly, quote, circumcising, end quote, his baby cousin while babysitting. (laughs) Y'all. Oh, my gosh. Some of these things that happen around this world is insane to me. According to Fox 35 Orlando, Timothos Powell was charged with aggravated child abuse after the incident occurred on October 17th. The Holly Hill Police Department reported... Report stated that Powell was watching over his toddler cousin as the mother worked and the grandparents slept in the home. 
The 29-year-old called the child's mother to inform her the boy was, quote, bleeding this penis area as glass had entered his diaper, end quote. The child's skin broke off as he tried wiping it, forcing health professionals to glue his skin back on in order to repair the injury. The hospital reported the incident to the police, leading to them to find surveillance footage in the home. Powell could be seen changing his cousin's diaper as the baby screamed and walking away with an unknown object in hand. Oh, my gosh. Upon returning, the man appeared, quote, frustrated, end quote, manipulating the child's diaper furthermore. Other footage displayed Powell yelling and squirting water at the child, threatening to put soap in his mouth as he wailed. Powell told police that he didn't intentionally cut his cousin and, quote, there must have been a piece of glass in his diaper, end quote. He confessed he started to lose his temper and, quote, may have pulled the boy's penis downward with too much force, end quote, when trying to wipe him. A child protection team nurse confirmed, quote, child abuse, end quote, occurred, stating the laceration was, quote, much too clean and precise to be accidental in any way, end quote. Power remains in the Velocia County Branch Jail with a $100,000 bond. So, I know a lot of y'all do not play about kids. I see we got Mr. Pebbles says cage match, no hands. Kara says, um, what the heck? Rhonda says WTF. <sighs> I want to know what would you guys do in this situation? Because one thing I do know in a lot of people's households, people say family first. And sometimes when family does hideous things like this, heinous things like this, People say you need to still find grace because of your family. I want to know what you guys feel because I don't care if you're my family or not. If you're out here doing insane stuff like this to people's kids, to anybody of any age, I don't care what y'all say. I'm going to say how I feel. You're no longer family to me. I do not care. You are no longer family to me. Y'all can call me whatever type of name y'all want to call me in the book. But I'm going to tell y'all this. If any of my family members did anything to me, my sisters, my parents, the kids that I'm going to have in the future to the point where it affects them like this, you are no longer family to me. I don't want to ever see you again. If I, listen, for example, if this was my son and this person got out on bond, I wish you would try to come to a family function. And again, y'all know me. I don't condone violence, but there are some times when violence is necessary. <laughs> and there is nothing Nobody could have done to have got me off of that man. That kid is going to have to deal with that for the rest of its his life. It's insane. I'm sorry. I don't I don't play about people who are vulnerable. You have people who are kids who are vulnerable. You have grandparents who are vulnerable. You have those in wheelchairs or who those are disabled who are vulnerable. And I don't play about anybody who can't defend themselves. That's Horrible. That person deserves to be in jail with no bond. Yep, just like Rhonda Kennedy for Senate says, no bond. Because people can find that money. Mm, mm -mm. All right, the Neighborhood Talk wrote that we are saddened to report that an Alabama mayor ended his life after a news site outed him as an undercover transgender. According to multiple reports, Alabama Mayor F.L. Bubba Copeland shot himself in front of Lee County police during a welfare check. 
He was exposed by 1819 News when they published a headline calling out, quote, the secret life of Bubba Copeland. Copeland confirmed with the outlet that the pictures they found of him were real. He says it was just a hobby he used to get. He used to get rid of stress. He begged them not to release the photos, but they ignored his request. After the story posted, Copeland responded saying, quote, this will not waver my devotion to my family, serving my city, serving my church. And quote, he killed himself days later. Let's keep his family in our prayers. Now, listen, let me, let me tell you all this. I have so many thoughts about the situation. One, what's done in the dark will always come to light. Two, I really don't know how he believed that those photos would never go get out. I also don't know how he believed that if he did something public, that people wouldn't find out. That, that, that's my, my first thought about this situation. However, as a media personality myself, someone who's been in this industry for eight years, someone who used to be a news reporter for two years, someone who's done, who, who still writes for people, who still does social media for different companies and different people, whether small, medium, or large businesses, and someone who now has his own live morning radio show, we all as media personnel have a responsibility to report the news that matters. We have the responsibility to protect those who cannot protect themselves. And we have the responsibility to give resources to those who may not be able to find them anywhere else. But we also have a responsibility to uphold our journalistic integrity. And I personally believe that there are some things that just don't need to get out. There are some stories that don't need to be posted on a news site. There are some things that don't need to be reported first. There are some things that should be allowed to be off limits. And while there are a lot of people on social media who are saying, well, that's what he gets. He should have been truthful with himself. He should have known that if he's a public figure, people are going to be digging up dirt on him. I completely, completely agree. But there's definitely a difference between, hey, we found out this person does this extracurricular activity and the world technically needs to know because it may be, may be impacting his family or impacting the way that he is governing the city and, and, and other things. I agree with that. But to just post things on social media sites or on news sites out of malice, this is why stuff like this happens. I mean, I, I get it. We are in 2023 where people are able to be more open about their status, more open about their sexuality, more open about the extracurricular things they do when no one's looking. But there are certain things that don't harm anybody. And if this man wanted to put on a dang wig and go perform on the weekends and, and have a good time, who is that harming? I mean, I want to know what you guys feel. Let me know in the chat. You guys are more than welcome to disagree with me. I am not right. I can only speak for myself when I have these conversations, and that's why I always open up my comments for you guys, and I always open up the phone lines for you guys so we can have truthful conversations. But I feel like if this person literally begged them to not put this story out, as a media personnel, I feel like if it wasn't extremely important for the world to know, 
I would just move on. There's there's so many other news we could talk about. You know how much things that are happening in this world today that I can literally pull up right now and talk about? I can change my entire show rundown today and just do everything off my phone because there's so much news happening around the clock. And then it's like, where does empathy and sympathy come into play? When do people start being people? Kat says, this is why people like me do not trust the media. I agree. And I am the media. (laughs) But when do people just have empathy and sympathy? Like, dang, I can see that you're hurt that we found this out. Let me tell you all this. This is what I would say. I'd be like, you know what? I do have have a a right to post and talk about whatever I want to talk about. And I also do have my journalistic integrity. And I also do have... How do I say this? I have the responsibility to tell the truth to the people. However, I understand that this is a very touchy subject for you, and I will get it approved if I can by everybody to not post this story, but I will let you know if I found this, somebody else is going to find it too. Even if I'm not the first person who's going to post this story, and I'll I'll put it aside because you know what? I I would never want to hurt anybody. And again, I don't think it's hurting anybody. So, I, I mean, I don't think people need to know unless he was cheating on people. And his wife, and unless he was out there as a a cross dresser, like doing sexual acts in the alley, I mean, okay, I would I would be like, hey, bro, I got I got to post it. Sorry, but if you're just out here doing drag shows and having a good time in a wig and some heels, I mean, I don't care. So I'm like, you know what? Let me let you know this though. I'm gonna need you to get right with yourself. I'm gonna need you to get right with anybody who's in your circle because, again, even though I may not be the first person to re- report this story, somebody else is gonna find this out. You are a public figure, and you're gonna have to get ready for whoever else is gonna take on the story. You can't tell everybody to just not do it. And as you can see, they did it anyway. So I don't know. LB says, "Was he hurting anyone? Why can't society let people be themselves? This moral high horse that everyone assumes disgusts me." Had society not viewed his actions negatively, he'd be alive now. Kat says, when the media became commercial, it all changed. I grew up with public news, so I'm jaded. I completely agree. That's just my thoughts. If he wasn't cheating on anybody, if he wasn't lying about, you know, who he was, or if he wasn't, if he was taking money from people and lying about his mayoral status or anything that was negative, if he wasn't doing anything negative, y'all should just let the story go. I'm, I don't know. I I just have a soft heart for people, and I'm not a cross dresser. I'm not a transgender, and nor would I ever want to be. But then again, I would never know what it takes to live that lifestyle, and I would never know what it takes to also be open in that lifestyle. And my biggest thing is, I'm going to support whoever needs support because at the end of the day, we're all human. Who cares? That's just my thoughts. Gigi says, media don't care. Whatever makes people respond is all the media cares about. See? I agree. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. This is the Jamie D Show, live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST. Live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at the Jamie D Show. I love that you guys are commenting. It really, really makes me happy. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about doing things out of the kindness of your heart. Stay tuned.
Hello everyone, it's Shy from Nursey Cosmetics and Aesthetics Wellness Spa. We're located right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Address 8360 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 220. We're located in the Summerlin area. Be sure to check us out. We are running specials on all services. That's right, 10% off all services the month of October, whatever you choose, regardless if it's a facial injectable treatment, body injectable treatment, wellness service such as IV hydration, weight loss therapy, or even skincare and getting a facial, you get 10% off all services this month. Be sure to mention the Jamie D show and get an additional 15% off your next facial service. Make sure to give us a call at 725-205-1147. We hope to hear from everyone soon and don't forget our special deals in 10 31 23. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jamie D Show. Woo! Live on KSHB AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST. And live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at the Jamie D Show. A real live morning radio show. Yes, we are live on air, everybody. Thank you all so much for those who are in Las Vegas right now listening to my live morning radio show in their cars. And for those who are on the streaming services and right now on Instagram, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's an absolute pleasure to have you all here. All right. So if you're just now tuning in, we went over my weekend. We had some daily news come about. And now we're going to have a conversation on doing things out of the kindness of your heart. Now, if you've been actually keeping up with my live morning radio show, you would know how I feel about dating. <laughs> Look, intensely looks into the camera. <laughs> Y'all would know how I feel about dating. Dating is a crap show. I don't care what nobody says. It's a crap show. However, I don't think I've made much mention about friends. Because finding friends is just as annoying as dating. Let me know if y'all agree. I personally believe finding and maintaining friends is just as hard as dating and can be just as annoying as dating. Let me know in the comments. Call in at 702-221-7283 or let me know on the Instagram right now. I do acknowledge comments. Yes, I think it's just as hard to find friends as it is to date. Rhonda Kennedy for Senate says it's harder. Listen. I understand. Listen, and, and, and you know, being older and living in Las Vegas, Nevada, oh, it makes dating, let alone making friends, extremely challenging. Damn near, damn near impossible sometimes. I said what I said. If, if y'all have never lived in Las Vegas, Nevada, y'all wouldn't understand. It makes it damn near impossible to even make friends here. There are so many reasons why it's hard. People aren't genuine. People are looking to gain something from you and not actually grow with you. People have hidden agendas. People are just downright weird. People have traumas they haven't even tried healing from. And that ruins a lot of things. People project their insecurities on you. People don't have the same beliefs as you. People high-key hate on you, but they still want to be around you. And some people just have bad attitudes. Like, you know those people that you invite out to the, the, the bar or an event? And they're just mean mugging everybody and they just don't want to be around and they don't want to communicate and they get offended when anybody approaches them. Yeah, th there's just so much that people do that, it, like, just like Mr. Pebble said on YouTube, it sucks the life out of you. And <clears throat> that's why I said earlier, a lot of us need to start working on going out to events 
and just things in general alone because you never know who you can meet when you're singly outside and you're opening yourself up to being approached because you never know. And personally, there really are so many things I can list that make it hard to meet anyone. I personally believe that it's scary in these streets nowadays, y'all. It's scary. What makes it even worse is that people don't have the confidence to even meet people out in public anymore. You heard what I said earlier. Sometimes, you look, listen, you could be you could be a gay person with a pretty woman, and people are still going to assume maybe that's your, your girlfriend, or maybe that's your boyfriend, or maybe, you know, we can't approach you because, hey, y'all are together. I don't know. Ink underscore doctor says wrong. Let me know what you're saying wrong to so I can acknowledge your comment. But, yeah, I... It's hard. It's hard to make genuine friends. And I know for a fact, and I, again, I have a master's in broadcast journalism. So I can show y'all reports where social media has literally ruined a lot of people's brains. It has ruined people's drive. It has ruined people's confidence. It has ruined people's motivation and more. That is literally a proven fact. It's really sad. Shoot, I'm a victim of social media my darn self. Like we need a we need a class action lawsuit against social media because I'm telling y'all, social media has me in a chokehold. And I really do hate it sometimes. However, social media and technology can also be positive. It definitely has positive benefits to being convenience and access. So when I hear people say they use things like dating apps while they while they may suck, I get it because there's the convenience you have behind dating apps and there's the access you get behind dating apps. Even Kara says it's scary to be in this world and even approach people. It's, it's not that hard to do things. Kat says, I'm married for over 30 years, so I don't know about dating, but I know it's hard to find true friends. I'm a small circle. I'm afraid to let anyone in. Rhonda says she found a good group, good group of friends on Bumble. I love that. I love that. So that you let them in, share information, and then things go south. They throw it all back in your face. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Just recently experienced that. Seriously. Ink Doctor says, it comes down to people don't know how to date anymore. And Ink Doctor, you're so right. People don't know how to date. And social media is part of the issue. It is. Uh, well, again, I, I'm, I love social media. I'm able to do my live morning radio show remote because of technology, because of social media. So I do love it for sure. But it also does harm our society because we don't properly know how to manage social media, how to manage our mental state. And that's something that needs to be discussed. And I bring this all up because this black woman got on social media to talk about a situation she had with a person she met on Bumble. See, Rhonda? <laughs> she said she asked for his help building furniture, offered to pay him, but also kept the door open for them to date and actually find interest in each other. It wasn't just a, I need you for this help type of situation, right? Well, he came over did what she asked, asked to see her again because he liked her and still asked for the money she offered anyway. Now, she said she got the ick from that and decided to end things. Now, I want us to all take a listen to her story and discuss if she was wrong for how she felt and if things to be done out of the kindness of your heart, even when there's money on the table. I want y'all to take a listen, but remember, you're more than welcome to continue to comment live on the social media streaming platforms or call in at 702-221-7283. Take a listen. 
wrong for this. Anytime I tell this story, no one ever agrees with me. But I swear when I think about it, I'm right. So when I first moved to Atlanta, I didn't know anybody. And I joined Bumble and matched with this guy, right? We had been talking, I think, for like two or three weeks. And I got a good vibe. So anyway, I had asked him if he knew any handy people. Because I had a lot of, like, furniture coming into my apartment. And I needed help putting it together. Although I did not know him well enough, I trusted him enough to come to my apartment. Now, in hindsight, that was probably a bad idea. But it is what I did. So before he came to my apartment, I had a conversation with him about payment because I didn't want for him to come and I didn't like him. And then he felt like he got got. So we talked about payment and I told him I'd give him a certain amount for him putting together like two pieces of furniture. Well, he put together a bed and a desk. So I don't remember exactly how much we agreed on, but I did say I was going to sell him the money. So when he came over, he came over like early this Saturday morning and he ended up like starting right away. He was definitely somebody that I could see myself talking to in the long haul. So it was cool. Like he was putting this, we were getting to know each other. We we're talking about family. We we're talking about life, all this kind of stuff. So around lunchtime, I ordered us something to eat. And as we were eating, we were like really talking, right? It was good. So when he was done, he kind of like chilled for like another couple of hours just to like rest. And we were really vibing. And he was like, I would really like to see you again. And I was like, cool. So when he's ready to go, we go outside and he gives me a hug. And then he was like, okay, so I'm going to text you my Zelle information so you can send the payment. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. In the moment, I was just a little shocked, but I didn't like let it on. I was just like, okay, just text it to me. So the next day I sent the Zelle payment and I was just like, oh, thank you for coming over. I really appreciate it. And then I didn't say anything else. And he was texting me and I did not respond. And he wasn't used to that because obviously we have been like texting all day long, you know, talking throughout the day. It was good at that time. But then I just decided that the fact of him asking me for money after like we had a good day. And I, I do understand that we agreed upon it, but I just thought it would be different since we were going to start dating. So finally, he asked me, like, what's up? And I was just like, honestly, I know we did decided that I would pay you for that. But I really thought it was tacky that you actually asked me for the money afterwards. And and you took it. So I did end up cutting it off. And we didn't talk again. But when I told my cousin about it, she was like, you guys agreed on it. Like, I don't understand what 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 the problem was. And honestly, like, if I'm going to date you and, you know, you put together some furniture for me, you're going to charge me? I don't know. Like, what do you guys think? So let, let me chime in on this. We have a few minutes left before my, before my live morning radio show ends. <clears throat> Y'all know the drill. Call in 702-221-7283. Y'all are more than welcome to this is a safe space. Talk your talk. Or continue to comment on the streaming platforms. Listen, Dana Press says, I'm actually so glad to be out of the game because this scenario is absolutely haunting. Look, y'all, y'all might drag me for this, but I'm grown and I don't care. I agree with how this girl felt wholeheartedly. I do. But, <clears throat> excuse me. But I also fought her at the same time. She should have never offered money in the first place. She should have just asked for the help and left it at that. If you offer somebody something, even if it's tacky for them to take it or not, you cannot be mad. You just can't. Y'all need to stop doing things half in, half out. If you don't really want to offer it, don't offer it. Either mean it or don't. Only offer something you are actually okay with giving. She ob obviously wasn't okay with giving the money. If she said she was going to do something, she just can't be mad and needs to keep her promise. Period. I can probably see how she, how she felt, though, because I can also see if she offered to pay him for help, how that could have made him think something different about her intentions or about where the relationship was going to go. Maybe it made him think she just wanted to be friends. However, even though I said all that, again, I can see why she got the ick. Even if I did offer, 
What happened to people doing things out of the kindness of their hearts? What happened to people being like, I know you offered, but look, I wanted to do this for you. I actually like you and I'm happy to have been around you. So that was enough payment for me. That would have made my heart flutter like crazy. Like if you were like, no, nah, I really came in for you. I'm like, for real? Now, look, actually take it for real for real now because you, you, you deserve it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, I just swear, people just don't do things out of the kindness of their heart anymore. And it's annoying. I get it. She did offer it, but he could have also declined if he knew he wanted more from her. I wouldn't want to have to pay someone I'm interested in either unless they really needed it. But that would have to be a conversation that would have had to been had. If I feel like every time you do something for me, I have to pay you or, or reciprocate, I'd be turned off. And if you really know me, you know I'm a super giving person. I give to people way too dang much. It annoys me sometimes how much I give. I always want people to know that I appreciate them and I care. So I'm going to give regardless. However, giving comes in so many different forms. My ick from the situation comes from the fact that if he was interested in her, he should have asked. He shouldn't have asked for the payment. If he was interested in her, he shouldn't have asked for the payment after he was done. She offered before he came in, not after all was all that was done. For me. Him asking for the money is ill. Like, y'all had an amazing time together. You stayed over for a few hours after you finished. You asked to see her again, and she bought you food. Like, that's a kind enough gesture and offer right there. Like, why take more? That's my issue. I feel like if you would have had some type of backstory to why he wouldn't still want me to pay him, and it made sense versus him just asking for the money, which is what he did, I would have gave him grace. I offer things to people all the time because I'm just that type of person. But I also feel like, there are levels to this. It's different when it's a friend versus like it's a love interest. I don't know how y'all feel, but I feel like if it's a love interest, there's a totally different connection, you know? I feel like if you have to get something from me to give something to me, that's where I'll get the ick, period. So I can see how that made her side-eye him. I'm just saying. Uh, people are saying they agree with me. Okay. Right. And Phoenix said he basically got a free meal and yet still asked for the money and still said, I want to date you. Right? Like, you're saying, I want to date you after the fact, and you still got a free food, and you stayed over for hours, and you're chill. Yeah, 1400, and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST, and live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The JP Show. If you're looking to promote your business, products, or services, contact us at info at jamied.com. That's J-A-I-N-E-D-E-E.com. I love you guys so much, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Peace out. What's up, everybody? You were just tuned into The Jamie D Show, live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. If you aren't in the Las Vegas area, you can catch my show live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. That's T-H-E-J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E-S-H-O-W. If you want to advertise your business on my show, email us at info at jamied.com. Thank you all so much for your support. See you tomorrow.